You're listening to another great message from Northside Community Church. So as has already been spoken about, you guys had incredible Easter services and uh, through the joys of Facebook, I managed to, to see glimpses of that. And uh, we too had great uh, services. We had um, baptisms and it was just, Easter is just amazing, isn't it? Um, but we also, for us as a church, we participate in Lent. So I can't say everybody does it, but a lot of us participate in Lent where for the 40 days leading up to Easter, we, we participate in the spiritual discipline of, of fasting. We fast something, something that has more control over us than we have of it. And for the last couple of years as a church, we've been doing this and people will fast Facebook and alcohol and coffee. Coffee is a big one. Chocolate is a big one. But, you know, we we don't stipulate what it is. It's up to you and God to have a conversation about what it is that has more control over you. And I keep waiting for God to tell me that I will be fasting the inevitable. And he hasn't yet. And I'm not volunteering. Um, this year it was Coke Zero and alcohol. And last year it was Facebook on my phone. But there is something that has a great, I wouldn't say control over my life. God may think it does. But I love television. I'm an introvert, so there is nothing better than laying on my lounge watching television. And I like to kind of binge on an entire series, you know, for a couple of months. And so every year, annually, we feast on West Wing. So seven seasons from go to woe takes us a couple of months. And I would normally be feasting on West Wing about now, except I got given a new feast at Christmas. And uh, I don't know what this is going to say about you, me, and you may lose a bit of respect for me as I show you what I've been feasting on and it will impact what I'm talking about today but this is what I've been feasting on. Do you think less of me? Eight seasons and a feature-length movie and God is good because there's a ninth season about to start so... So now I have to get it finished. But anyway, I've been watching this since Christmas and uh, I calculated on the way over how many hours I have spent in front of the television. Are up to 200 hours. Imagine the things I could do with that 200 hours. But it's all been sermon preparation, I've now decided. Because this morning my message is entitled Bulletproof. And so I'm a little saturated in SWAT teams and counter-terrorism units and international espionage and arms dealings. But you'll notice today that as I talk about this idea of being spiritually bulletproof, that it may have some 24 influence in there. So there'll be no guns though, you'll be very happy to know that. But this morning I want you to realise that you can be spiritually bulletproof. This morning, I want you not only to realise that you can be, but I also want to talk about how that is possible. And I define bulletproof as being spiritually strong, spiritually resilient and spiritually consistent. And as a pastor for over a decade now, I think that is the greatest challenge that we have as Christians for us to have a consistent spiritual strength that we don't waver in the wind all the time and that there is a strength to us and that we can stand firm. And if you've got your Bibles with you this morning, I want to spend our time in in a passage in Ephesians 6 that talks about this. And the Apostle Paul uses this phrase, stand firm, over and over again in lots of different places, but particularly in Ephesians 6. 
And so this morning I want to read a little bit of this and I just want to unpack a small portion of it because this is how we stand firm and this is how we can become bulletproof. So in Ephesians chapter 6, he's, the, the Apostle Paul has been writing a letter to a church at Ephesus and this is like the final thing that he's going to say. And in verse 10, he begins this, he begins to wrap up and he says this, finally, after everything I've already said to you, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armour of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against authorities, and against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armour of God so that when the day of evil comes, you will be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything, to stand. This morning... I want you to stand firm and to do that, I want you to be bulletproof. And so I don't know if you realise this, I don't know if it's something you talk about very often, but you and I are in the midst of a spiritual war zone. We're in the midst of a spiritual battle. And I don't know if that's something that is in your consciousness, but it needs to be because you and I have a spiritual enemy. And whether you want to call him the devil or Satan or the evil one or the enemy or whatever you want to call him, it's, it's important that we understand that you and I have the potential every day to be collateral damage in a war that rages between God and our enemy. The writer C.S. Lewis describes it like this. He says, there is no neutral ground in the universe. Every square inch, every split second is claimed by God and is counterclaimed by Satan. Now, as Christians, we can either have a balanced view of this spiritual battle that goes on or we can have an extreme view of this spiritual battle. One end of the extreme is when we are completely preoccupied with this battle and we are completely preoccupied with the enemy. And every time you do something wrong, the devil made you do it. And every time something bad happens, it's the devil's schemes. And somebody who lives down that end of the extreme spends more time thinking about Satan than they do about Jesus Christ. That is not the way to live. But there is another end of the extreme. And the other end of the extreme is full of people who go, enemy, what enemy? And they live with no consciousness whatsoever that there is someone who is hell-bent, literally. In the words of Jesus, on killing, stealing and destroying us. And so when we have no consciousness of that, if we don't spend any time actually understanding that, it means that we have no spiritual resilience because everything that life throws at us knocks us over. And we are constantly living by what people say to us and negative circumstances that happen to us. And we have no spiritual consistency and no spiritual resilience because we don't understand what's knocking us around. Now, like everything in life, we need a balanced view. We can't live at either end of those extremes, but a balanced view of this spiritual battle that goes on that you and I are walking around in is that, yes, there is an enemy. Absolutely, there is an enemy who wants to steal, to kill and destroy. But 
We have victory over that enemy and we have every single thing we need to protect ourselves and we shouldn't be surprised when he comes at us, but we need to be ready for it and we become ready for it by putting on the armour of God and we don't become obsessed and we don't become fearful because God is on our side. That is where we need to be. And that's why Paul talks about this. And so straight after what he's just said to us, he then goes on to explain to us how we stand firm. And he says this from verse 15 now, from the same passage. He says, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. And in addition to this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish the flaming arrows of the enemy. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit that is the Word of God. Now this morning I could very easily spend the time that I have and just quickly kind of give you a little summary of all six pieces of that armour. But this morning I want to just focus on one. Not because one is more important, they are all important, but because one of them in particular makes us bulletproof and one in particular that so often we forget to put on and when we do put it on has such an impact in our life it gives us such a spiritual resilience that our life will never ever be the same and that is the breastplate of righteousness that's what I want to talk about this morning now I think you all understand what a breastplate looks like and what it what it does it's something that protects the chest and we instinctively know why that's important don't we There are things in the chest that are vital to our survival. There is a clip I so wanted to show you from Monty Python. And if you know Monty Python, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, just let it go. Okay, but everything else is a flesh wound, isn't it? Those who are laughing know what I'm talking about. The chest needs to be protected. A breastplate protects the vital organs. And so I'm asking myself, what is the modern day equivalent to a breastplate? We don't see many people dressed up in armour these days. We don't see people walking around with a breastplate on. But there is something, a modern day equivalent, that if Paul was writing today, this is what he would use. It's the modern day equivalent, isn't it? Can you see where my sermon preparation has come in handy here? The bulletproof vest is similar to what Paul is talking about here when it comes to the breastplate of righteousness, the bulletproof vest that protects the vital organs. And the thing that I've learnt in my 200 hours of watching 24 is just because you get shot in the chest doesn't mean you die. And it's not just because of Hollywood magic and the fact that there are so many seasons and Jack Bauer has to survive. But when we are wearing our bulletproof vest... Our vital organs, the things that make us survive, are protected. And even if you get hit, doesn't mean that you won't get hit. You absolutely get hit. And you can get wounded and your ribs can get cracked and you can be knocked unconscious and you'll hit the ground and you'll be bruised and hurt, but you will get up again. And that is the key to both the breastplate of righteousness and the spiritual bulletproof vest this morning. If you are wearing your spiritual bulletproof vest, when you get knocked to the ground spiritually, you will get up again. 
And that is the most important thing here. You and I all have our entire set of spiritual armour, but in particular, we all have our very own spiritual bulletproof vest like mine. Probably mucked up my hair, but that's all right. Every day, we need to suit up. Every day, we need to put on our spiritual bulletproof vest. Because once we have this, we are protected. You know, we are given everything we need by God to survive. He knows we live in a fallen world. He knows we live in the middle of a battlefield. And so he gives us everything we need. Before I was a pastor, I worked in the field of nuclear medicine. And so we worked with radiation every day. Every day, multiple patients injecting them with radiation constantly, handling it all day, every day. Radiation is dangerous stuff. But we were given everything we needed to protect ourselves. We were given everything to to handle it and to use it and to be safe. We were given gloves. We were given tongs. We were given lead coats. We were given shielding. All these things so that we didn't have to be fearful of the dangerous thing. But the problem was is that sometimes we would become complacent. Sometimes we would become lazy. Sometimes we would become prideful and we think, you know, we don't need to be as careful as everybody else. But you know what? It's when you become complacent and when you become lazy and you don't use the protective gear that you're given, it's when you need it the most. You can't stop a situation that comes when you suddenly need gloves, for example. You don't realise that you're about to spill radiation all over your hands and contaminate yourself. Because if you did, you'd have your gloves on. And I don't know if you've worked with radiation, but I can tell you, you can't get it off your hands. You have to wait until it no longer exists. When you get exposed by a sudden burst of radiation and you don't have your lead coat on, you can't kind of pause the beam, go and get your lead coat and put it on. The damage is done. You can't reverse radiation exposure. And the same thing goes with our spiritual bulletproof vest. Everything that happens in life, most of the time we don't ever see it coming. There are bullets that hit us all the time. Even in in an episode of 24, for example, a bullet comes towards you most of the time. You can't kind of pause the bullet, go and put your spiritual vest on and then, you know, bring it back towards you. Most of the time, we don't see the things that are coming at us. And I don't know about you, but all the major things that have knocked me over in life, I didn't see coming. I don't know about your experiences, but most of the time, the death of a loved one the breakup of a marriage, abuse or violation, when our world is rocked, when us or someone we love gets cancer or disease or something else, or even the things that aren't as dramatic as all of that, but still knock us over. We normally don't see those comings and they hit us like a bullet and they wind us and they knock us over. But what happens next is determined by whether or not we are wearing this. Paul says that our breastplate, our bulletproof vest is made of righteousness. That is what protects us. 
Now, I don't know about you, but righteousness can be one of those Christian words that we use and we sing and we say, but we don't really know what it means. Righteousness is a big, fancy Christian word that means something very, very simple. Righteousness means being right with God. We celebrated last Easter the fact that you and I are now right with God through Jesus Christ. And there are so many scriptures I could use this morning about righteousness. You could preach for a year on all the scriptures in the Bible about righteousness. But this is probably the most simple because righteousness is simple. Paul again in Romans chapter 3 says this, This righteousness that we have, this being right with God, is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. It is simple and it is available. And that is what our spiritual bulletproof vest is made out of. Now Paul, when he wrote about the armour of God, could not have even imagined a bulletproof vest. But he wrote the book of Ephesians in jail and he would have been surrounded by Roman guards in their armour. And so the breastplate of righteousness that he's writing about is a breastplate, a Roman breastplate made of bronze or something very similar. The bulletproof vests these days aren't made out of cardboard from eBay for $30. But they are made of laminated fibres that are woven together so tightly that nothing can get through. And then for added protection, they put these inserts in all these pockets that you see and they insert metal or ceramic plates. And what they create is an impenetrable shield around our vital organs. And righteousness is your impenetrable shield that protects you. Your spiritual bulletproof vest The fact that you are right with God is the impenetrable shield that you need to protect you from the bullets of the enemy. And if you do not have your spiritual bulletproof vest on, you are vulnerable, absolutely vulnerable because the bullets of the enemy are vicious. And they're in different shapes and sizes and calibers and whatever other bullet terminology you want to use. The bullets that are used on you are not the same that are used on me because the enemy uses specific bullets that are going to do the most damage in our life. Bullets like I'm absolutely unforgivable. Bullets that say I've never been good enough. I don't deserve God's love. God cannot forgive me again. And I'm simply not good enough. These are all the kinds of bullets that are guilt and lies and and, um accusations and condemnation that the enemy fires it out constantly. And if we are not protected, then those lies and that guilt and those accusations of the enemy and the condemnation that he fires at us penetrates our heart and we may never get up again. And so to be bulletproof, to be spiritually strong and spiritually resilient, we need to make sure that we have this on. Because when we are wearing it, we have a holy confidence and a holy boldness. It doesn't mean that there aren't bullets whizzing past us. It doesn't mean that we won't get wounded with a flesh wound. It doesn't mean that we are invisible to the enemy. In fact, it probably makes you more of a target. 
but you can have a confidence and a boldness and a spiritual strength because you are forgiven because of your righteousness. You are forgiven. You are enough. You are loved. You are righteous. And the enemy can just rack right off because you are bulletproof. And that only comes when we suit up every single day with everything that God gave us, but in particular, our bulletproof vest. And so this morning, I want to ask you, where is yours? Where is yours? Every single one of us has our own set of armour. You have a sword and a helmet and a belt and a shield and a vest and the other thing that I can't remember. Shoes. You've got shoes. But where is your vest? Are you wearing it? Because wearing it is what protects you. Who you are in Christ is what protects you. And it's not something that you just know in your head. It's something that you have to actually live out. And I know right now that if I asked you, I'm not going to do this, but if I asked you right now to put your hand up if you're a Christian, I think the majority of you would just whack your hand up without hesitation. But if I change the question, and if I asked you, hand up here, who believes without a shadow of a doubt that they are right with God? Less hands would go up, and the hands that would go up, some of them would go up hesitantly. Because that's a question that we can't answer as easily. We should be able to answer it as easily, but we don't, do we? There's something within us often that goes, oh, I don't know if I'm right with God. We think it's this minute-by-minute thing that changes depending on how good we've been. We just had Easter. It's done. We are right with God. And so if this morning, me just talking about what I've been talking about, me asking you about if you're right with God, that question, whether you could boldly, without hesitation, put up your hand and go, I'm absolutely right with God. You know whether or not you're wearing your vest. Because if you're wearing your vest, you have this confidence and boldness that I am absolutely, bring it on. And so this morning, I want to pray for you. I want to ask you, where is your vest? Are you wearing it? Did you even know you had one? And don't, you know, obviously there's a full set of armour. But this morning, I just want to ask you about this because this protects you so much. The belt of truth gives you strength in your core. Your shoes of peace are the, are the gospel. Your helmet of salvation and your sword of the spirit. But this protects you in a way that nothing else can. And so I'd like everyone to just bow their head right now. And I want to pray for you. You and God know. You and God know where you're at. You and God know if you're wearing your vest. You and God know if you even know where it is. Maybe yours is under your bed somewhere or dusty. It needs to be on every single day. Lord God, I pray right now for every single person listening to my voice. I pray right now that every single person, one, knows that Jesus Christ is their Lord and Saviour and has accepted him as their Lord and Saviour. And two, I just pray right now 
that spiritual bulletproof vests are being put on as I pray. And that everybody listening to my voice realises and remembers that they are a child of God. They are forgiven. They are enough. They are loved. And they are right with God if Jesus is their Lord and Saviour. I just pray that you protect them in the spiritual battlefield that they are in every single day. I pray for spiritual resilience. I pray for spiritual strength. I pray for a holy boldness and confidence in every single person listening to my voice right now. As we live in a firefight, as we work in a battlefield, that you love us enough to give us everything we need to be protected in this fallen world in which we are in right now. Lord, I pray that bulletproof vests are being strapped on every day so that we can live with a strength and a resilience and a consistency that will change the world. We thank You for Your gift of the armour of God. We thank You for Your gift of Your Son, Jesus Christ, who is the whole reason why We can have this. And I pray right now that every single person today, tomorrow, this week, next week, next month, next year, continues to securely fasten their spiritual bulletproof vest on every single day in your name. We thank you and we praise you. Amen.